This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 661, and this is the if not hell, then most of America hath frozen over edition. <laughs> we are recording again separately, Cecil. Polar for vortex, the, baby. We get got a that bomb po- cyclone. Get that polar vortex going or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It's supposed you know, to be windy or something. I don't know. It's so funny because like out here in Chicagoland, like there, there's there's all this fuss. Like, oh, there's going to be a blizzard. Oh, there's going to be a blizzard. Oh, oh, oh my yeah. God. It's going to close down the entire fucking earth. There's going to be a blizzard. And in my entire life, there's been two blizzards. Real, actual, no shit blizzards. There's been two blizzards that I can remember. Maybe there was one, you know, before I had fucking working memory. Sure, sure. There's been two blizzards. In, and it's, it's like... the one, There was nah, one in 2014 or something like that. That yeah. was pretty fucking epic. Like it was, it was fucking, a great blizzard. It was pretty amazing. Like, like there was one in it was like great. it was yeah. like 2014 or 2015 or so. I think it was 2014 yeah. or something where uh my wife went into work that day uh and they closed where I worked down. You know, they closed and my wife was like, right. they didn't close her place down. So she had to walk into work. So I walked her to work that morning and there was literally zero. We walked in the middle of the street. There was no cars, oh. not a single car on the road. And we walked in the middle of the street. Uh, like today I saw it start to come down. I'm like, eh, it's looks like it's maybe going to be a couple inches of snow. It doesn't really right. look like that much, it's just, but they're it's freaking just out. Like- yeah. yeah, everybody's like flipping their shit about this one, and yeah. I'm not really sure why. Here in Chicago, I know other parts yeah. of the country are getting hammered, but yeah, yeah, like here, here in Chicago, it's not nothing bad. Burger. It's not really bad. Yeah, but we 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 are separated at the moment because hey, it could turn, and sure. the winds are you know fairly significant. Yeah. So it could be bad. Fine, yeah. it yeah. could be. Yeah. So we decided to err on the side of caution and record once more from afar. I miss you, buddy. It's been weeks. I know. It's been several weeks. It's been, it's weeks. been several weeks, buddy. To get them even thicker and creamier, we're going to add some of this tri-blend cheese. Now, we want the cheese to melt, so we're just going to put the lid on this for a while. Let it steam up. This has been in here quite a while. Wow. Look at that. The eggs are perfectly cooked. Now, let's take a look. And if this is ready to be flipped, we're just going to go for it. Listen to that. Oh, yeah. It's ready. All right. We're going for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. These actually look like mashed potatoes, and you can't tell me they don't. We're just gonna guide our little face right out of the pan. I am so excited to try this. How good does this look? Let's see how good this turned out. Oh yeah. No, that is a burger. This story comes from CBS News. This story's fucking bonkers. TikTok pushes potentially harmful content to users as often as. Every 39 seconds, study says. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So let me, I'm just going to read from, from parts of this article because they're, it's, yeah. just, it's just so incredible. TikTok recommends self-harm and eating disorder content to some users within minutes of joining the platform, according to a new report published Wednesday by the Center for Countering Digital Hate. The new study has researchers set up TikTok accounts posing as 13-year-old users interested in content about body image and mental health. It found that within as few as 2.6 minutes after joining the app, TikTok's algorithm recommended suicidal content. Admittedly, that's like 400,000 TikToks you saw in that amount of time. That is true. And you know, you're, you're scrolling wrong. so yeah. fast in that you've seen like 200,000 TikToks. <laughs> so, you know, within he, two within and a half seconds, minutes, you're getting seconds, suicide right? This shit. is a tiny, it's a tiny amount of time. Here's, here's the thing. 
it shouldn't be on your platform. Because right. if it's on your platform and you use an algorithm to put content into my feed, that makes you responsible. Now, if it was just a big room full of a bunch of people and then every second, you know, every millisecond, new TikToks got it added to a long, long yep. feed, let's say. And they had no control over what you saw. It just was random. So it didn't matter. It was only random. And there right. might've been like some age or something, some sort of age verification thing. But the rest of it's all just, it's all random. It just comes through and it's completely random. Then maybe, maybe you're not responsible. But the moment you fucking like, like a like a, a fine dining waiter bring me self-harm content to my table and then yep. you pull the thing of the silver chafing dish <laughs> off the top and then you blow the self-harm content on me. That's your problem now, man. You're the yep. one who's fucking facilitating it. Yeah, man. The, the argument that these uh, media companies don't have any responsibility to the content that lives on their sites and platforms is fucking nonsense. It is nonsense. Algorithms are not accidents. Algorithms are intentionally created and coded by people. They are accidents right. the same right. way that a chapter in a book is an accident, which is to say that it literally cannot be created accidentally. Yeah. It, it, and if you lose control of an algorithm and it is pushing content within two and a half minutes, eight minutes for eating disorder shit, two and a half minutes for suicide shit, according Jesus. to this, according to this fucking study about TikTok. It, it is also, Cecil, worth noting that TikTok is literally Chinese spyware, right? TikTok is Chinese spyware. It is a, there is a reason that like the Biden administration will not allow government employees to put TikTok on their phones. TikTok is built by a company out of China called like ByteDance or something. It's built and owned by a Chinese company. It has been pushed to administrations. Defense departments now have said, this is a really dangerous spyware app owned by the Chinese government. Because remember, every corporation in China is a Chinese government sure. corporation. There sure. is no such thing as an independent Chinese yeah. company. Everything's beholden to the Chinese government. I don't think it's entirely like nonsensical to say, just like we watch Russia do the same shit, that if you are a enemy of America and you have an app and it is a spyware app, and you know what also it does? Is it sends shit that makes the youth less stable and less happy and less comfortable and like have more mental health and psychological issues. Like this is a, this is a fucking, this is the next level of psyops. And I'm not trying to be conspiratorial because when we called it that when Russia was doing it using Facebook and Twitter, we were right. That's all been borne out as truth. Why would it not be the case here that this is intentional shit to make people unhappy because that benefits the Chinese government to destabilize the culture of one of their enemies? Yeah. I just, it's like, th that's not a leap to me yeah. at all. I also, I, I, as I recall, we covered a story maybe a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, where one of these social media companies, and I think it was TikTok, within a few swipes from one or two like uh, sort of trans doubting, you know, like they yes. have those people who are like yeah. trans doubting yeah. or something. Right, it like goes gender to critical violent, stuff. Yeah. yeah, like gender critical yeah. stuff. It goes to violent anti-trans to Nazi, to anti-Semitic within yeah. like three fucking swipes. You're yeah, just at like get the you... most violent, abhorrent content within seconds. It doesn't, it doesn't just veer you a little like down that road. It's like, it takes a hard left at Nazi Albuquerque, like as yep. soon as it can. Yep. Yeah, it's not even like a full Kevin Bacon away. Yeah, not you know even. It's not, not, it's a not even a full Kevin, no. Kevin Bacon away. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's Kevin instant. Bacon needs to be the number of units. We need a, <laughs> we need a, we need a number of units from the time you type in your initial search to the time you get to Nazis. Yeah, and that should be one. Internet how many Kevin Bacon? How many goibles or whatever? <laughs> it's like five <laughs> goibles away. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's just insane. But it's something that like you know. 
you might not pay attention to if you're sort of immersed in that. And you might not have ever entered in any of these search terms that might make it might turn up something that could feel dangerous or that could be, you know, you know, something that is just toxic, right? Yeah. And maybe, maybe you're using this app and it's not, not doing any of that stuff for you. But the problem is, is that there are some people and they're showing like, like these people literally did it in no time. Now, TikTok is saying, well, we can't, we don't like your methodology or whatever. It's like, yeah, of course not. Of course right. you don't like the methodology because it proved that you're a fucking terrifying company, period. Right. Yeah. We don't like your methodology because it exposed that our algorithm promotes yeah. self-harm. Yeah. Right. You, you should be, if you have a media company, you should be, you should be creating an algorithm that identifies self-harm. Because the thing is here, here's the other thing to remember is that if the algorithm can find and promote self-harm, yes, it can exactly. also find and hide self-harm yeah. and remove yeah. self-harm. And like, I'll go back to the nipple example. Like, you can't post a titty on Facebook, yeah. right? So, like, there are there are there is a confidence interval that is extremely high that if you post a titty on Facebook, that 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 is getting fucking removed like that. So it's not that these companies can't create algorithms that keep us safe. It is the absolute truth that these companies are trying not to create algorithms yes. that keep us safe. Yes. They are intentionally creating algorithms that incite that inflame, that upset, and that keep you engaged. That is what they want. That is the most charitable explanation. And an alternative side explanation is they are creating content to fuck with your head because it is a Chinese-run spyware company and it doesn't have our best interest at heart. <laughs> right. And that is also true. Like, Tom <laughs> didn't make that up. <laughs> It sounds insane when you say it, but know, it's like, it sounds crazy, I, dude. Sounds like, crazy. It like, sounds like QAnon shit too. <laughs> it does, but it's like, it, like there's a reason you can't have a government phone yeah. no, and download yeah. TikTok, yeah, man. you know, yeah. like the Pentagon has been like, yeah, guys, we shouldn't have this at all in America. It's like that. Did you see the, 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 uh, articles about, I think Hawaii was the company that, uh, it was a, it was a Chinese cell phone company that had towers and they were building these towers that were capable of intercepting all kinds of sensitive defense um, signals. Did you happen Jesus. to see this article? This was in the no. times. This isn't God like damn. some bullshit stuff. There's a, there's a cell phone company called Hawaii. I may be mispronouncing that. And they were building a series of cell phone towers and other infrastructure. And that infrastructure was also built in such a way that it could specifically be used to spy on defense infrastructure and information gathering. Nice. Like I'm misphrasing it a little bit, but like there is an intentional act of espionage. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and we're just, we're just like, well, but it's convenient. Yeah. But I love the way it entertains and, me. And that, uh, them, them wanting to disallow it, like the government wanting to disallow right. it doesn't necessarily mean that it is spyware. But I think what it means is, is that they're not willing to take that chance. Right? right. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's doing something ne nefarious, but they're not. They are like, well, shit, that could be real dangerous. And so right. let's not do that. And so, like, that's the most charitable way to look at it. Yep. Those signs almost non-existent. Yeah, all the signs are real positive. Yeah. No signs of disturbance, dispatch. They see you. They see the signs. Vital signs are good. So, Tom. Jim Baker, this is from uh, this is from uh, uh, Right Wing Watch, and it's only fifty seconds. I'm going to play it all, and then we can talk about it. This w global warming business is anti God. If you don't believe God can run things, He created this world, and a lot of people. Here's what God spoke to me. I want, I'm going to show you something I've never shared before. I don't think. But God spoke to me that a lot of people are not going to accept the signs, listen to me, of the second coming, that the rapture's near, because they're going to call it global warming problems. They're going to say earthquakes are global warming. No, God has given that thousands of years ago. It was in his word. These are the signs. All right. So, Tom, Can this just, is exactly why 
we should never, ever, ever let anyone religious be in charge of anything, period. Yes, right. This is the reason. Yeah, man, they don't believe the world works the way the world works. They don't believe in a mechanistic view and a physically true and chemically true view of the actual earth. No. They believe in an earth ruled by magic. Yeah. And that's what holds it all together. It's like, it's like if you're like trying to go fracking and you're like fracking, but it's turtles all the way down. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Those turtles are fuck? gassy. They are gassy <laughs> little turtles. My goodness. Can we also talk about just Jim Baker for a minute, just as Jim? Because yeah. in that clip, he's getting old and yeah. like ornery. And yeah. he's getting to that like special age that some men get to where they just start arguing with themselves when they're talking. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I can't wait to get there, man. I'm I, gonna be I'm gonna be so ornery. It's gonna be the best. <laughs> you are Holy gonna be shit. a wonderfully ornery Jesus, old man. I'm gonna I can't be wait. One of the grumpiest old men you've ever met in your entire <laughs> life. I cannot wait. That clip, Jim Baker was like, I'm going to tell you. Now, I'm going to tell you. Nobody's arguing with you, Jim. You've got the mic, (laughs) man. It's your. I think it's called the fucking Jim Baker show. He's going to take a swing at himself in a second. Right. He's going to grab himself. Who do you think you're talking to? (laughs) (laughs) Stop hitting myself. Stop hitting myself. Oh, gosh. You know, Jim, Uh, the the problem is is that, that, you know, you're absolutely right. These, These religious people... They see the world as if it's unmarrable, that there's nothing can happen to it. There's, yes. you, can't, you can't do anything to it. God is 100% in control. And, you know, this guy is less religious than some people in Congress. This guy's oh, less know, religious yeah. than some people in the Senate. So, you know, this is this is a guy who who terrifies me, but there's people in power that believe these things. They think these things are true. And so these are this is a dangerous, it's a dangerous thing to think. And you know, we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about, you know, global warming and and how quickly we need to act and how we, you know, we should be constantly trying to move forward towards it, towards some kind of solution. But you know, any any of these people, these are all just these these are all just like they're like drags, they're like parachutes that are slowing everything down, yes. always yep. trying to like like slow the conversation down. And that's what conservatism is, right? It's slowing everything down to stop it to be where it is now. We want to keep this stasis that we're in. And we can't afford stuff like this. You can't afford somebody no. like this nope. to be influential. And you can't afford somebody who is in an influential position to have the same thoughts as Jim Baker. You just can't afford it anymore. Yeah, it, it, that's a great point because like what people I think are, some people are coming to realize and some other people are crucially failing to realize is that not solving the problem in time doesn't delay the solution. Yeah. What it does is it makes a solution impossible. Yeah. We, like the science is fairly certain here and unless they're wrong in some really deep and important ways, which is possible, but so far they've only been wrong in the opposite way. You know, it's only been worse than anticipated, not better. It's been less. It's been less in their, in their minds. They're like, oh, it's going to be like 40 years. And then it's two years later. And you're, they're like, we made a mistake. There's, there's a tipping point after which there's no fixing the problem anymore. It is possible to delay this solution to the point where solutions are no longer yeah. viable, right? where you cannot fix the fucking problem. These, these guys are not just slowing the train. They may be derailing it yeah, forever. Yeah, you're absolutely they right. They may be making it impossible to fix. You're you know? absolutely right. And like, I want to return to, to that idea that like, oh, well, you know, God's in charge. And so why can, why should we pretend that we have any, ability to change the earth because God's in charge, then why do anything? Why open your eyes in the morning? Why make any single fucking decision? Why literally, if you believe in fate, (laughs) yeah, right. if you believe that everything is fucking predestined, then if you choose to lay in bed and never fucking move again, that's what fate said you were going to do. Yeah. Like it, it is all nonsense. Like that is a nonsense fate is such a fucking nonsense worldview. It is so impossible to reconcile with any concept at all, even approaching decision-making free will, 
autonomy of self, like self-directed activity. You like literally, I don't understand how you can believe in fate and decide any, why, why, why would I you decide you wanted to bite baby back ribs today instead <laughs> of a hamburger? It doesn't matter. You were always going to pick what you picked. I'm not sure it, that they're, that they believe it so much as they use it as a conversation ender. Yes. Um, I think the reason why they say it isn't because they believe in this stuff. I think it's more like, just ask your father when he gets home, kind of. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's kicking the can down the road so they don't have to bother with this conversation at all. They can basically shut the conversation down 100% without ever thinking about it. Yeah, man. And they only believe in the like perfection of God's plan and fate and all of that stupid bullshit for idiots. They only believe that stuff when it suits their purposes. Sure. When it's, they when it, are- yeah all full of vim and vigor and action and excitement sure. when it comes time to do other things they want to do. Yeah. Right? right. And they ask you to take action when it comes time to like pledge your fucking money. Right. Oh, you got what? Yeah, you're right. You know what you got to do? God helps those who help themselves. Donate some fucking money <laughs> to the Jim Baker <laughs> fucking stupid slop bucket hour. That phrase, though, the slop bucket hour. This, that <laughs> phrase, though, God helps themselves help themselves is literally only for donations. That's only That's, used for donations. It's never used in any other place. They don't bother yeah. to use it anywhere else. You know, Because you if think, you helped yourself, you wouldn't need me, man. Right. You know? <laughs> like, hey, Cecil, I'll help you mow your lawn as long as you mow your lawn. As long as what? you do all what the work. What is that even? What even is that? You it's like Creflo having a podcast Dollar? with somebody and they don't put any work in. <laughs> all right, what, uh, <laughs> next story. Next story. Next story. Outrageous. <laughs> you must be talking about Ian. All right. Uh, this story is uh, Christian <laughs> <laughs> My country is the world and my religion is to do good. All right. Actually, we are going to go to the next story. This story is from Vice. Um, and I, I excerpted part of this from the Jesus Christ on purpose. This is from Vice. A Christian camp director abused dozens of kids. Now a victim says the camp lied to coerce him into a non-disclosure agreement. So this is a it's a long article, and it is a fucking really, really, really sad and upsetting article. And it is not dissimilar from what you think, um, just based off the title. But I did grab a piece of this and threw it in the notes, and I want to read this piece of it. Because I, I think it's important to talk about the way that the camp counselor used his religion, and I'm going to use the term right this time, to groom someone. Unlike the fucking Republicans who want to throw around yeah, that word right, grooming right. Um, to mean somebody has a sexuality that makes my fucking tingly bits feel weird, which is nothing to do with anything. This is what grooming is. This is what grooming is at a Christian camp. Newman told him they could avoid the sin of lusting after women by masturbating with each other. Quote, he would use scripture to his advantage and make it like we were doing something that was keeping us from sinning. And I guess at the time, it made sense to me because of the indoctrination, end quote. Yeah, man. That's fucking grooming. You're right. The other shit, like, like drag story hour, that's not grooming. That's nothing. That's literally, that's nothing. Yeah. Christian camp director spending years this if you read this story yeah, he spent years. more than one year with dozens of people right yep. like it wasn't yeah. just like one kid it was dozens of people he dozens was of he people. was violating yep and he spent years on each kid so like kid would come to camp like this the kid the story the story starts off with would come to camp and this this christian camp director was really well known and really well loved and really well renowned it was like a big deal to have private time with this Christian camp director because he was like so important to the camp. And the first time he just hung out and established a relationship. And then he waited for the kid to come back the next summer before. And then it, once he had established that relationship and built that trust, then the next summer he came back is when the abuse started. Yeah, yeah. That is fucking grooming. That's what that it is, is, man. That's planting seeds and sowing them later. I mean, yep. really, genuinely, that's a that's a level of nefariousness that's just disgusting. And it's not just one. He's got a whole field full of kids. I mean, he's, yeah, he's literally just harvesting children whenever he wants. It's grotesque. And the idea that this that this church would go out of their way to be like, you know what? 
we're going to make you, we're, we're, in order for everything to calm down, we should probably do this NDA thing. If you have an NDA after somebody in your organization diddles somebody else, let me tell you something, man. You're fucking, you're way more worried about your fucking reputation than you ever were about any single victim ever, period. You're yeah, a disgusting man. organization. You should be disbanded, period. The end, period. That's it. I, if if I had an organization that found out that it was rotten from the inside, I would fucking call it out and I would disband my organization. I would. Yeah. I don't care if it was my life's work. I literally do not care if it was my whole life's work. If that organization was an immoral abuse network, I'd be like, we shouldn't be here. Yeah. Like I tried. I didn't have bad intentions. I get it. But like we just can't like, we just got to, we got to roll this fucking thing up and call it a night and go get a job doing something else. But like, you're exactly right. What they do is they're always serving their own interests. Yeah. They're always serving their yeah. interests first there. And this is supposed to be, remember the bedrock of morality. That's what religion paints itself always in. And there are no exceptions to that. All religions paint themselves as the foundational tenets that you need in your life in order for you to have a good and purpose-driven and moral life. And what they really mean is, what I care about most is me. Yeah. That's what they really mean. Yeah. There's whenever nothing altruistic here. Whenever it's in your power to stop sexual assault or to stop associating, I mean, because there's the thing, like maybe you're in that organization. Maybe you're in that organization. You're like, this is horrible. We need to stop this. We need to do something. And they don't listen to you. Then you just leave. You say, That's okay, it. cool. I don't ever have to talk to you again. Go get a I different won't talk job. to you again. The end, I'll quit. Yeah. I'm done. Yep. Because you know what? What they did was they sat this person down and they said, you know what? We're all going to sit here and we're all going to talk about how you might want to sign this NDA so that we could kind of keep this under the rug, you know? It's bullshit. Yep. It's bullshit. You're absolutely yep. right. You cannot pretend you're a moral organization anymore. Nope. And they didn't fire this guy. Like, yeah, they didn't, man. Like, no, they, 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 it's not, they were like going to put him in like counseling guy. and shit. They're like, they found out and they knew. And they were like, yep. no, let's put him in counseling with kids counseling. Again. Yeah. He was already a counselor. Yeah. And on that same, and I, I, I grouped these two stories together on purpose. On that same topic, this is from WBOC.com. I think that's a uh, NBC affiliate out of Del Marva. I don't know where the fuck that's at. <laughs> Sussex County pastor <laughs> indicted on child porn charges. Department of Justice searching for more victims. So again, I want to read I want to read directly from this article. The Department of Justice says 62-year-old Leonard Eli was indicted on November the 28th on one count of sexual solicitation of a minor, two counts of possession of child pornography, and one count of theft by false pretenses following an investigation into charges that he solicited nude photographs from a minor over the course of a year. Eli, whose victim was a former member of his church, Storm Shelter Ministries, is further alleged to have paid for the photographs using stolen funds from his church's account. Jesus. Wow. Again, same thing. He used his position in the on. church. Yeah. yeah. Right? There's a lot going on there. It's like a hat trick. Really? His is like so many different violations of things, but specifically the violation of the children again. That's the other, that's the other problem, right? right? And the, the specific and intentional use of his position as a moral authority yeah, yeah. To, to gain access to yeah. and to groom and to build yeah, trust. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what grooming is. This like if is you want to get these, that's it. Yeah. That's this it. This is it. All over the news, it's like, oh, maybe a library book with ideas I don't like is groomed. No, that's not grooming. Yeah. That's not grooming. Like reading, like a book is not grooming. Grooming yeah. is your pastor. And your camp counselor at fucking Jesus Church or whatever, or Jesus Camp or whatever, that spends years of time and abuses their authority and their position to gain access to Absolutely. and build trust in yeah. order to sexually violate children. That's grooming. Yeah. We should look into that. Yeah. We absolutely should. I actually think we should build entirely new laws around using a, an abuse of authority as a stricter a stricter standard, right? I think when you are invested with authority in certain roles, like pastor, like teacher, when you have certain cop. trusted cop, absolutely. When society invests in you certain positions of trust and authority and you use that position of trust and authority to violate the public that you have been uh, tasked with protecting in some way, yeah, I think that absolutely that should be a different class and penalty of crime. Because yeah. it is different. It's not the same. 
it's it's objectively just different. It has a different, more morally objectionable element to it. And, you know, one of the things that's been happening, you know, for decades is the Republicans will project what they are doing on somebody else to try to make them feel like they're the bad people. They're the yes. they're the ones yep. who are doing the wrong thing. And they just happen to pick trans people or people in drag, you know, a different, you know, this is, I know those two things are different. I'm different. just saying that they choose both of them. And right. so they they go out of their way to choose choose different people in the LGBT spectrum so that they can then attack them for things that they're doing. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, how many people are uh, you know, for the dra- for the drag story hour, how many people are not clothed? Because here's the thing: in both the stories we just talked about, some people didn't have clothes on in those in those situations. Right. How right. many people in those other situations? You know what I mean? Like you're just you're a fucking liar. You're a projector, and that's what you do. And you're absolutely right. There's there's a, there's been there's an entire grooming ring, an entire grooming pedophile ring that has been around for centuries. It's the Catholic church. It's been around for centuries, man. And they haven't stopped. It's fucking full steam ahead. Trains on the tracks, baby. That's not, that's not slowing down for anything. Fuck. They go out of their way to like fuck legislation over and take away fucking like, like the chance for people that have the statute of limitations. They, whenever they they try to take that down, they're like, no, no, we need to have the statute of limitations in in check so we can make sure that we protect these churches. It's bullshit. And they've been doing this for years, not just one church, most churches have this. Yep. So, you know, fuck them all. I'm absolutely with you. They should fucking, they should have some sort of specific uh, rules and harder regulations against people in power that manipulate children and that and that wind up raping and diddling them. They get rid of them. Get rid of those people and make sure they can never do it again. You know, that's yep. the problem too here is that in a lot of these stories, you'll just hear, oh yeah, and then they just got moved to a different place or they got a different title. Now they're food and beverage director, but they're still raping kids. Yeah, man. I, like they, there should be so, like not just a childhood, like a, a sex predator registry, but there should be a registry that you have abused a position of public trust. Yeah, man. And like yeah. you should be yeah. disallowed, sure, forever, sure, to be put in another position of public trust. Like yeah. I'm sorry, like you, you, you were a, a teacher that did this, or a politician that did this shit. Or you were a cop that did this yeah, shit, man. or a pastor. Sorry. Guess what? Here's a whole category of jobs now. You will never be able to qualify for again. When you abuse the public trust, you should never again be imbued with the public trust. But these guys, you know, look at Jim Baker. Jim Baker's a fucking rapist. Like Jim Baker is a felon and he's a rapist. And he went to he, he stole money from his own parishioners. He just fucking straight up stole money from his own parishioners. And he's back in ministry. He should be denied the ability to start a ministry. Right. Sorry, man. No ministry for you. You can't, you can't even start your own fucking church. If you do, it's not going to be tax exempt. It will not be a recognized church. Yeah. And then there's no money in it for you. So why would you do it? You won't grift. Yeah. You won't grift if we don't make it profitable to subsidize your grift. Get the fuck out of here, Jack. So this story is a piece of deliciousness. This is from Only Sky. After eviction... Christian hate preacher Jonathan Shelley can't find a new home. Nobody <laughs> wants to lease to us. <laughs> you know, if you're going to engage in hate speech all the time, you probably shouldn't rely on free market necessities. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Man. You should just you should just own everything, or you know, go go like that guy. You remember that documentary where that guy like builds his own fucking like log cabin in the middle of Alaska yes. or whatever? Yep, they should yep. fucking they should just take this hate preacher and this hate preacher should just have to go like. Like he bought a fucking big tract of land somewhere with his fucking money and he's got to go hack down a bunch of trees and cut notches in them and live in a fucking log house forever because nobody's going to fucking rent him anything. That's that's the fuck. You know I what? And no one I should fucking it. do anything for him, right? So like he, he yes. can't hire a team to fucking build it because it's a free market and they can be like, I don't want to work for fucking some Nazi. Yep. Eat a dick. And so nobody works for him. And so he essentially has nobody who could do anything for him. He just has a big pile of money they can't do anything with good just fucking hide in your money dipshit nobody cares nobody cares that you can't get necessities nobody, nobody is fucking crying nobody nobody i would i would love it and i would fully support if like 
Verizon wouldn't 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 renew his phone contract. Yeah, man. If Comcast wouldn't provide him internet, right? These are private companies. They should, and I know that some people will write us that like Comcast is in many ways regulated yeah, utility, as a utility, like a public right? utility. So yeah. I get that, yeah. but like in many I don't ways, think they, Verizon well, they don't has function to. like a public utility. Let me yeah, they don't you. function as the fucking well, <laughs> fucking. You know what? I'll tell you what. I've never had a water outage. I know, right? Yeah. You know? Not in the middle of the stream. I didn't have, like, no stream. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't have no stream in a stream. (laughs) But, yeah, I I would love it if this guy couldn't, not only if he couldn't lease a fucking another hate building anywhere, I would love it if nobody would sell him a car. I would love it if I would love it if nobody would get him a cell phone plan. Free market. I would love it if everywhere he wins, we should boycott people. Like, that's the thing. Free market. You can't hate you the free market. If you're here Sorry, man. and you're Fuck mad off. about this yeah, and you like the free market, you can't argue with me. You're not yep. allowed to argue with me. You either you like the free market or you don't. Period. The end. That's how this stuff. Fuck it. off. Period. Get out of here, dickwad. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Good. Let You know what? I hope, the fu- I hope all these fucking hate-filled assholes find themselves in a position where they just can't do anything. Yeah. I would like, like, I'd love it if, like, United Airlines was like, we're not selling you airplane tickets. Yeah, man. Like, I just don't want to sell you airplanes. Every single fucking one of these fucking hate fuckers yep. will flip their shit if somebody gets called out for uh, when they when they are forced to work for a per- protected group, right? So, like, let's say somebody doesn't want to bake a cake for a black person. You can't do that. You're not allowed to do that, right? You can't, like, there's right. a protected, that's a protected group of people. You can't do that. But ideas aren't protected. Your ideas aren't protected. Like, I can not I can change what my ideas are. I can't change whether I'm white or black. I can't change that. Right. But yep. I can change my ideas. And that's the, that's the difference between these two things. You can't, you can't do that to somebody who's, you know, who can't change who they are. But you certainly can to somebody who's choosing to be a fuckhead. And you know yep. what? It says I'm gonna tap the sign back here. It says no fuckheads. You don't get to fuck, <laughs> you don't get a car. You don't get a sandwich. You don't get yep. a pizza. You don't get anything. You get zero. Go on, move along with your life. Yeah, man. There's a case that the Supreme Court has already heard and is in consideration right now. They just heard this like last month, if I'm not mistaken, or a few weeks ago, where a woman is a graphic designer, and she took a case all the way to the Supreme Court, saying, "I know it," and I'm not even kidding. I know it hasn't happened yet, but I don't ever want to design a web page for a gay couple. So I want the Supreme Court to rule on whether or not I will, in the future tense, ever have to supply a web design site to a gay couple. or for Because I find that sure. a fucking objectionable because yeah. I'm a yeah. bigot. Yeah. And crazy enough, even though she wasn't harmed in any way, she had no damages. In fact, it had never even come up where anyone tried to hire her for this work, the Supreme Court took that case up. And the Supreme Court took that case up, according to all the analysis I read, because they want to overturn the prior decisions that have been made that granted people protections based on their sexual orientation. That's why they took this case up, is from what everything that I've sure, read. Sure, because they're a fucking group of monsters. They are. Yeah. So by that same by that exact same logic, great. You know what? If we're gonna if we're gonna live by the letter of this fucking horrible law, where all right, some web designer doesn't have to design a website for a gay couple because she's a bigot, then I'll tell you what: nobody has to lease anything to this lady. Yeah, like nobody has to. You know what, Cisco? You don't have to fucking sell her her routers. You yeah. know, for her fucking web business, you don't have to. We should just we can just stop providing her services. We can do it all. We can do it right now. If she that's can the set case, the then yeah. Yeah, if she you're can setting the, set the precedent. That's on that you then. Yeah. Great. That's awesome. Great news. No matter where you go, people can turn you away for any. No, sorry. Specifically because it's you. I don't want you in my business. Yeah. It, like if she tried to buy a house and she came to my company, I could be like, oh, you know what? It turns out I'm not going to do your closing. Yeah. yeah I, I know it's the day of your closing, but I'm just going to not do it. <laughs> what I'm going to do. I'm just going to not do it. And I'm just going to not do it. That's how that's going to work. Wow. We all have that right now. That's the man. that's the right these fuckers are going to establish, and we need to turn it right back on them. We yeah, need to man. turn it back yep. on them. They're yep. turning it on the vulnerable. Yep. That's what they're doing. So we yep. need to turn it back on them. We need to boycott them individually. Yeah. yeah. They have to wear like a red letter A or something. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be the only shirts we'll sell them. Yeah. <laughs> they go to they, they go to Kohl's and just be like a letter A section. Like, Sorry. Can I shop anywhere section. else? Yeah. No, it's, just, it's all husky. 
It just stands for asshole. So right. <laughs> we have orders to transfer the crewmen and the equipment on that list to Pegasus. Oof, this one's rough. Cecil's from Yahoo. Tectus creates chilling registry of sixteen thousand people who changed genders on their driver's licenses. This is Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. His office requested the Department of Public Safety to compile this list. They didn't get the it though, number right? Of Texans. They didn't no, get I, it though. Yeah, they did not get it. They did, but even even requesting this. Even requesting it. Yeah, this why is, do you this need is, it? Why, right. You you can't need this for anything nice. Period. Yeah. You're not gonna they're, you're not gonna right. like send everybody a fifty dollar gift card on that list. And they're they're trying to pretend, right? Yeah. This isn't this isn't like the naughty and nice list where yeah, you're just like, yeah, <laughs> right? you're not, it, you know, you're not gonna give enough. them like a oh well, you get out of traffic violations for the whole year right. or something like that's not yeah. how this works. You're I'm not just asking for do, that for any nice reason. Period. Right. This isn't like a trans secret Santa that the attorney general was trying to like whip up last minute. <laughs> Like, oh, no, I was going to do, like, a funny white elephant thing with yeah. all the fans. Like, like we're going to give thing. a gift and pass it around. And, yeah. like, no, no, absolutely nope. not. No. Nope. They tried to deny that they did it, even though there's internal emails. <laughs> internal no, I didn't emails do it. The, I didn't yeah, do right. it. I'm the best. I didn't do it. Like, they learned from <laughs> Trump, man. They right. learned from Trump. He can, he can literally get caught with his hand in a cookie jar, and they'll be like, Hey man, you got your hand. I never ate a cookie. I don't eat cookies. Cookies are bad. I would never eat a cookie. I don't have five cookies in my hand that I can't pull it out of the jar because I I won't let a single cookie out of my like hand in order to pull it out of the jar. In a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> no, is it? It's fucking like. But this is exactly it. And this is this has been the motif of everybody, everyone in the in the Republican Party since Trump got in is just literally. Even though you're caught red-handed, like, nope, that's not what yep. happened. Nope, it's nope. Straight deny reality. What does this memo say? Nope, sorry. Yep. No, I can't read anymore. Right, it's, it's an internal email. <laughs> internal emails are the most obviously you sent it thing, right? <laughs> like, other than like sending so a certified stupid. letter. So you know? stupid, man. But these guys on the right now, Cecil, they're, they're denying that they sent tweets that they sent. They're yeah. denying that they yeah. said things they said that are filmed. Oh, I didn't. I didn't say. Like I didn't say that. A a MTG has denied her Jewish space lasers comment. It's you. You tweeted it. Did you, you see? Tweeted it. Did you see this week that MTG and Bobert were fighting? Did you see this? No. What are they fighting about? I don't know. Somebody oh. called somebody a name, and they were they were fighting about something. I don't. I. I. It's it's so it like I hate them both so much, and they're so inconsequential to daily life that every yeah. time I see their name, I just scroll past it. But I sometimes I'll catch pieces of it and be like, oh, I guess they're fighting. I don't care. Fight and like I'm that guy in Godzilla who's like watching all the big monsters fight and be like, let them fight, man. No, just yeah. let them fight. Let them do it. Let them. <laughs> figure all this I out. I love when they fight. You don't need me. I'm over here. You guys fight. Crank it out. I don't need to do anything. I want to see them tear each other apart. I want to see every single one of them fight each other until they're like, they're just, they're just nubs of human beings. That's what I want to see. <laughs> That's what they started off as. I mean, they're yeah, granted. Nubs granted, of human granted, beings. yeah, but. Oh God. Did you see the Liz Crokin? Remember Liz Nine Fingers Crokin? Yeah. The good old, good old nine fingers. She had a private, like a uh, sit down with, with Trump. What? Yeah, man. Here, let me Google it. It was like a week or two ago. Hold Come on. on I'm going to find it. Yeah, man. Was she Nick Fuentes' plus one? <laughs> she probably was. <laughs> she probably was. I don't know she's, if she's that anti-Semitic. I mean, I'm I'll sure she's anti-Semitic, but she's not that anti-Semitic. She's not a plus 10. That ship has sailed. <laughs> She's like, she's a, she's a nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You're, you're, like uh, Liz okay. Crokin. Uh, this is from the 7th of December. So it's a couple of weeks oh, ago. It's a couple of weeks ago. I missed this. <laughs> Trump poses with QAnon Pizzagate conspiracy theorist at Mar-a-Lago. Former President Donald Trump posed for photos at his waterfront club on Tuesday with a prominent QAnon conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Holy shit. 
in, a, in the latest in a string of incidents that highlight the GOP's candidate, candidate's proximity to fringe figures. Liz Crokin, an avid supporter of the far right-wing conspiracy theory, shared photographs of her and Trump to social media following a Tuesday fundraiser at Mar-a-Lago. Tonight, I had the privilege and honor to speak at America's what? Future Fundraiser to Combat Child Trafficking. Some of the topics I discussed were Pizzagate, Balenciaga, and what President Trump's administration did to combat human trafficking. Yeah, man, that's wow. a real. Can I ask you a question? I mean, this is just of a course. question to see what you think. You know, clearly none of us know the mind of Trump. We don't understand. Do you think him leaning towards the fringe is because no one of real worth will really talk to him anymore? Or do you think that like, as he's been on under fire for the last several years, he himself has shifted over to that position and is now in mm. sort of in this mindset where he believes it. Do you think he's starting to believe all this stuff because it's convenient for him to think it? Right, it's That's a real a hard question. It's a hard question. question. It's a great question though. What I think is twofold. I think that, yes, he does believe it. I think that we've seen evidence over the course of many years that Trump is a, there's a lot of reason to believe that he is a conspiracy theorist at heart. I don't disagree. He has, I don't disagree. That he has those tendencies. And I think that as he's become more powerful and more isolated, that that probably has exacerbated that. And then I also think that he is betting on and overestimating deeply, I think. But I think he is betting on motivating a fringe that will take him to victory. I think rather than fight for the middle and fight for the middle, like the center of the right instead, I think his strategy is to impassion more crazies. I really think he's trying to change the electorate and increase the number of, of, of motivated crazies. I mean, I will say it's smart of him because when we were looking at the numbers for this sort of thing, you know, the numbers of people who think QAnon is a real thing yeah. is, that's, that's real, yeah. man. That's significant. And the yeah. number of Republicans who think QAnon or Frazzle Drip or, you know, all this crazy shit, the amount of people that think it's true, there's enough of them there to push things, to push the scale over yeah. if you can get the regular sort of no matter what they're going to vote Republican. I think that's his math. I really do. And I think we, I, I think the problem with, I think the problem with serious and intelligent people is they think that everybody else is a serious, intelligent person. And that's just not borne out by any of the demographic realities of polling. So when you and I, Cecil, when we look at something like QAnon or Frazzle Drip and right. Balenciaga, all that nonsense, and we see it for what it is, and it's absurd, there is, an, there is a sort of uh, default assumption, at least I'll raise my hand and say, I have, I don't want to speak for you. But there's a default assumption that most people also think that's absurd and that these ideas are fringe ideas held by crazies, like I just said. But I think that what you've just said is more correct, is that these ideas are held by an increasingly large number yeah, of people. Yeah. That the, you know, the number of people who believe in wild, insane shit is far greater than. I ever would have given it credit for in the past. And I think yeah, serious, yeah. intelligent people do ourselves and everybody else a disservice by not taking seriously enough. I'm going to say this. We, we should be taking more seriously flat earthers. We should be taking that seriously. It, they're serious. They're not a couple of them. We should be taking QAnon seriously. They're serious about it. There's not a couple of them. We should be taking, you know, Pizzagate seriously. A QAnon is so big at this point. It's kind of all of these things. Yeah. But, and you know, QAnon all, is kind of a serve your, it's a kind of choose your own adventure conspiracy yeah, man. too. Yeah. yeah. It, it, some QAnoners think there's a child trafficking ring. Some QAnoners think that President Bush is going to, or President, yeah, President Bush is going to get kill people and then President Tr Trump is still in office, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, and they, those, and, and someone may think both those things at the same time and not be in, you know, cognitive dissonance at all. So there's like, and there's tons of different layers to that. QAnon, you ever go to one of those like frozen yogurt places where there's like 75 different flavors of frozen yogurt that you can just like walk around with your cup and have whichever one you want, 
But at the end of the day, they all just taste like spoiled milk and sugar. <laughs> That's QAnon. That's QAnon. Without the sugar. Yeah. Without the sugar. <laughs> without, yeah. Without the sugar. It is. It's like no matter which flavor you get, yeah. it you can go into the fucking QAnon shop and yeah. you can get whatever flavor is listed on the placard, but it's all sour milk. <laughs> That's what it is. It's all cold, sour milk. It's terrible. <laughs> I don't like frozen yogurt is I guess what you should take away from that. It's bad. That's how that's how Liz Crokin lost her finger was in a frozen yogurt machine. <laughs> a frozen yogurt machine. <laughs> he is a virus and I'm the vaccine. This story comes from the palmbeachpost.com. Holy hell, the dangers in rising religious exemptions to school vaccinations in Florida. Now I grabbed this story, Cecil, because the juice in the heart of this story isn't COVID, but it also is 100% COVID. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that the overall vaccination rate is plummeting in places that sowed fear yep. about the COVID vaccinations. Florida is the perfect example of that. And so it's not just that people aren't getting the COVID vaccine. Yeah, now man. people aren't getting the all of the vaccines right? or any of the vaccines, right? which is going to cause measles and mumps and rubella and typhoid and or ty typhus or typhoid. I forgot. I don't like, know. Like, like the, the number of diseases that are still floating around out there, polio, for God's sake, is back. You're going to have kids getting fucking uh, genital warts and cervical cancer that yeah. don't need to get it because yeah, they're going to avoid Gardasil. Like, we are talking about a host, a panoply of uh, disasters that could all be, we don't have to, we've never faced them. We have not There's faced these in generations. There's a packet of vaccines that you get that protect everybody, right? Yes. It's not just you, it's everybody. Yeah. And you get it so that everybody around you won't be able to get it too because they're all protected and maybe one or two of them who couldn't get it because they had some sort of immunocompromised thing going on or maybe one or two people back in the day had a crazy parent who wouldn't let them do it. You know, right. maybe that happened. And, and we still got by, but I heard immunity and we still got by. But with this new introduction of COVID, uh, COVID vaccine hesitancy and, you know, COVID vaccine denial, you know, we're talking about vaccine denial and then, you know, the, the, the blatant lies that have been coming out. And then you have this guy who's the attorney general down there, not attorney general, the Surgeon General. Uh, Surgeon General. Whatever. Yep. Attorney General's a different guy. Yeah. He you knows different If he's stuff. in Florida, he's equally useless. Admittedly, both of them are equally qualified to tell you about vaccines. The Attorney General <laughs> or the Surgeon General. Because right. the Surgeon General's been a vaccine. He's been pushing vaccine misinformation since the beginning. And he yeah. was handpicked by DeSantis. We're in this position now where... Even in our area, see, I, recently I hurt myself and I had to go to the emergency room and I cut myself and they had to give me a, a shot and they were really cautious about how they talked about their like, when was your last tetanus shot? And I was like, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm fucking, I don't, literally don't even remember. And they're like, right. they're like, well, we might have to, we're, we should probably give you like the tetanus shot. You should probably get, I'm just like, give me the tetanus shot. Like, I was like, sure. I, what, what, what is happening? It. I don't like, give a shit. We, right. yeah. Why are we talking like this? Like, what? You know, like, <laughs> like they, they suddenly like lower their voice and they're like leaning in real close. Like, we should probably, like, and I'm like, what the fuck? Where am I? Just chill right. me with whatever. You're the one in charge. I, you're driving. Just do what you got to do. But it's like, there is this situation that we're in now where they recognize that it could be a possible explosive moment in the ER if yeah. they say, well, we're going to give you a tetanus shot. You're going to give me a what now? I and ain't taking your vaccines. I ain't doing no stupid shots. You ain't putting no stuff in me. I'm a pure blood. <laughs> but they seriously, like, they, Tom, yeah. I'm not even kidding. They, like, they drop their voice and, oh like, slowly and calmly, like, explain. And I'm just like, it's a tetanus shot. Yeah, I want one. I want. Yeah. I don't want to get whatever it is that I don't want to get. Like, let's just I don't move want past tetanus. this. Yeah. I want lockjaw. Yeah. Like, but, that. I don't want fucking lockjaw. Give me all your tetanus shots. But I'll even up extras. here, 
even up here, even yeah. in a place where, you know, you would hope because, you know, Illinois has been doing pretty good when it comes to vaccines. And, you know, you wouldn't expect that sort of thing. Even up here, that's what that's what's happening, yep. because yeah. there has been this weird thing happening in our culture where vaccines have been a lifesaver for decades. And now they're there's something that people not everybody is down with. Now they've somehow read an Internet site one time and they are 100 percent not down with it. That's how yeah, they man. make their decisions. That's how I make my decisions in life. Life or death decisions in my life get made by reading one website. That's how I do it. <laughs> it is it is a truth that literally several generations now of research and development yeah. on vaccines and the work that's been it has unraveled itself in two and a half years. Yeah. In two and a half, almost three yep. years. You're absolutely that is how right. long it took. We yeah. have we have caused ourselves decades, if not generations of damage. And that damage will be felt in disease and death and disfiguring and yeah, horror and pain and suffering. That is yeah. the, that is the price we will pay. And we paid that price. Let's not mistake why we paid that price. We paid that price. So a small handful of self-serving politicians could keep their hold on power yep. in the midst of yep. an international crisis. Yep. Make no mistake, that's exactly that's what it's what about. Happened. Yeah, and so, they fed on the fears that were fed for years on 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 parents who were yes. terrified that something could happen to their children, that yep. something bad could happen to their children, and they were so terrified that by blown up, exaggerated, crazy numbers that literally never happened, that they were terrified enough to not just put their child at risk, but to risk lives of other children who yep. cannot benefit from those medicines. Yep. There, we we've we've fed on that for too long. We've made too many decisions, public health decisions, yes. personal decisions, and that's the wrong way to go. You're, you're exact. You know, it is, it is a mutually exclusive statement that public health is a matter of individual choice. Yeah. That right. is not mutually, that, that is, that should be a mutually impossible right. and mutually exclusive statement. We do ourselves as a society, a disservice when we insist on this hyper individualistic bullshit Yep. And this hyper-individualistic mentality, we we live in a society, we have an obligation to the public, we have an obligation to the society that we live in. We sometimes have to make choices that are not individually the choices we would make for ourselves in order to protect the well-being of others. That's literally what being in a society is. It's why you can't drive whatever speed you want. Right. It's why you can't blow red lights. It's why you have to obey. It's, it's the reason we have any laws at all they are a inherent they are implicitly a recognition right. of the obligations and restraints on the individual in order to live in a society it is insane to me that we all of a sudden rein that in full stop when it comes to public health So we'd like to thank our patrons of course we'd like to thank all our patrons we'd like to thank our newest patrons Nathan and Mary Mario Tom obliterating my abusive ex made me a patron. Danathan, who's also Daniel, and Danit. Thank you so much for your generous donations. You guys are the ones who keep Glory Hole Studios funded and you keep uh, two employees on staff for us. Uh, you pay our light bill. You pay our internet bill. You buy us a, a, a meal every week when Tom comes over. So we want to thank you so much for your generous donations. You guys are the reason that Glory Hole Studios continues to exist and allows us to continue to make content. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we really couldn't do it without you guys as patrons. Um, for those of you guys that are patrons, really, I mean, we it means the world to us. And if you're a listener to the show and you like the show and you're thinking about becoming a patron, please do. We, we offer patron-only benefits. Um, we do a book club. We do a monthly book club. Uh, review just for our patrons. So you get extra content for being a patron. I think it's really worth your while. And it would just make make a difference to us as well. We got a message uh, from Colin. And Colin talks about White Fragility. White, we read White Fragility uh, as our book club for last month. And we talked about it on our podcast uh, that goes out to patrons only. And uh, he had some interesting things to say about this. He did. He said that uh, there is cishet male in the U.S. Um, uh, living in Seattle, which is fairly progressive. Um, what they weren't expecting was the pushback 
that they got from reading the book, White Fragility, just from reading the book. Just knowing that he was reading it made some folks feel discomforted and defensive, even folks who he loves and respects, which came as a surprise. That is, it's funny because once you read White Fragility, you realize how expected that response actually is and should be. Yeah. Um, But yeah. That's that's emblematic of the reason that that book is important. Absolutely, me. absolutely. So we got a message from Stone Banana and Stone Banana sent in. Uh, he said, the, gr- the Trump grift keeps on grifting. Evidently, there's a, I'm not going to link it, but you can go there if you want. Trumpchristmasbox.com is a little exclusive Christmas box. With this box, you can show your close friends and family that you're a true American patriot these are the reasons we recommend that you order it. And like, there's a one-of-a-kind a, one a piece of memorabilia, not just for collectors, but for all Americans in it. And so it's an absolute grift, just like his NFTs are a grift, just like everything the guy's ever done is a grift. And so we'll post a couple of image here on this week's show notes. So you could check it out. God, I've never wanted anything in my life no less than the just- Santa combo box by Trump. Like, and that includes like most VD, yeah. you know? <laughs> most. You kidding me? Most. Yeah, I mean, like I would take the Trump yeah. box over some of it. Yeah. But, you know, anything can be cured with antibiotics. I'd rather have that than the fucking Trump box. A bunch of people sent this to us, Tom, this week, but Spencer is the one we're going to talk about. Spencer sent in oh. a YouTube link to Malortnog. There is, oh. there's no, I mean, you can't combine two worse flavors than that. Right, well, like that's like a Trump I, Pence ticket, right there. That's what is, that is. It, uh, right, right, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. This is one of those like combinations that to think about it actually sends shivers yes. of disgust yes. down my spine. Like I feel like curling up like a bug in a windowsill. Just like my arms want to like crankle inward just and like fucking die. Me. Just fucking. Di- it sounds so horrible. I would. It does. It's not. Oh. Not, not, not ever for a fun live stream no, channel. That's not like, even fun. Not it's ever. not fun or fun no. or funny or interesting. It's gross. No, that's horrible. Got a message from Stefan, and Stefan says, um, "If anyone's wondering, uh, this is literally not a joke." And he sent in a link, and he said they stole stock photos of outfits <laughs> from, uh, and so he put in a, a, an independent link, but Shutterstock and Reuters, etc had posted images and NFTs that Trump made apparently have been linked to those Shutterstock images. They are the same poses or the same outfits or the same, it's essentially the same thing. It's, I don't know if it is technically copyright uh, uh, infringement because it, it, it's it's been altered. So I don't know how deep it is, but it, it clearly they got their inspiration from other images. Yeah, even the golf image isn't his image. Even the picture of him playing golf, that is a picture taken not by him. He doesn't own that just it's because amazing. it's a picture it's of him. It's fucking amazing, He's Tom. the fucking worst. It's amazing. He's the actual such a worst. fraud. He's such a fucking fraud. Everything is a grift. So, Tom, we got a message from Vice Rhino, and Vice Rhino sent in a bunch of images, and he wanted to let us know about Trump's NFT prizes. Yeah, this is great. So, uh, an 18-hole game of golf for a foursome at Mar-a-Lago, the prize value is $575. So you and three of your buddies go to Mar-a-Lago, you play golf. What's that worth? $575. If Trump joins you, this is what Trump's website says, one-hour golf game. One hour? Who plays golf in an hour? At Trump Golf Palm Beach with President Trump for winner and two guests at a time to be determined. So it's another foursome. Trump is one of the players. This one's at Trump Golf Palm Beach. Prize value $300. <laughs> about half. When half. Trump joins you, yeah. its value drops by about half. It's half. We also got an image, Tom. And this wow. is a, this is a, something that Mike sent us and something that Dr. Spankenstein sent us. That it's an image that is a link to an ABC7, which is Chicago's uh, ABC's affiliate here, Malort Eggnog soft serve ice cream somewhere in Jesus, Chicago. Jesus, no. You need to nuke that from orbit. How fucking Ugh. dare you? Not only disgusting Malort Eggnog, but soft serve it? Turn it into oh. soft serve? That's a hate crime. 
that is, if this was, if the, the only way to make this worse would be to make this Malort Eggnog Froyo. <laughs> so it's, that'd like, be it. So it tastes a little that'd spoiled. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, yeah. All right. So everything in this went bad. It just, just all tastes a little spoiled. Off. Yeah. Oh, well, God. Merry Christmas to everybody. Christmas was yesterday for some. It, hopefully this will release early for other people, for uh, for the people who are patrons. Uh, so Merry Christmas to you uh, in the future and Merry Christmas. I'm the ghost of Christmas future and the ghost of Christmas past, depending on when you listen to this. <laughs> but Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, we hope you guys had a great holiday. We'll be back next week doing our live stream. We did a live stream this week um, where we were able to raise $666 for our wonderful employees. We split it up and sent it along to them. So um, thank you everybody who joined the stream for a little Christmas tip for our uh, our employees. Uh, and then uh, and then we're going to be back next week. So before New Year, we'll be back uh, hanging out. We'll, Tom should be in studio. And so we'll be hanging out again. So 9 p.m. Central Thursday, come check it out. Uh, we'd love to see you there. But we're going to end the show today and we're going to end it like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.